Black, stop playing with him. What's going on, good people? What's going on? We got a a diss in the sauce talk where you know I would say a long time ago we had the the pick and roll podcast merger. You know, what I'm saying with sauce talk with me and Ish, we've been kicking it on the football tip on the NFL. We got Ish, we got Sam Jones. What's going on? What's up? What's, what's up? up? What up, bro, man? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a it's been a good while, and you know I I've been you know been sitting there trying to pedal along, but you know the football season got real excited, real exciting. Excuse me, um, it's with college football in NFL the way it ended. It was fun sitting there uh, kicking with you, John Overstreet, um, getting you know saying that getting that content out. The college basketball March Madness got kicked up. That was crazy, but it just you know, with my attentive to the, I would say to the regular season, I just really wasn't that well interested. But to when the tournament comes, you always get kind of get kind of pumped up for it. We had a a crazy college basketball tournament where UConn wins it every every game by more than ten points. We've seen you know FAU's and and and, and South uh, 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 San Diego State gets into it. That I would say. With the NCAA tournament coming into the NBA playoffs, that's kind of like what us three right here is going to mainly talk about. But with the March Madness tournament, with me being a Kentucky fan, y'all two being Duke fans, it was kind of something to see in no blue bloods other than a, a UConn in the Final Four. Yeah, it's, we expected that coming in. Like in our group chat and stuff, we had talked about that all throughout the year, how we felt like this year, as far as March Madness was concerned, it was going to be the most madness that we had seen in a while. And honestly, I don't even know if madness is the right word to describe what happened. It was insane, man. Like, it's crazy. Like you said, no blue bloods, just really no noticeable, notable teams outside of UConn. Like, it, it was crazy. Like, everybody was getting knocked off left and right real early. So, yeah, it was super interesting this year. Yeah, Furman with that shot, I think, like, when they when Duke, uh, he did that little catch and shoot when that nice little play they ran. I was like, man, if he said, well, it wasn't even a play. I'm tripping. Yeah. That, I'm thinking, Bro, I'm yeah. thinking, I'm thinking of um, the play that I'm thinking of was the play that, uh, that they, uh, who was it that stole the play from Villanova that was in the corner? Oh, uh, I can't even remember. I remember. Was it, was it FAU? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it, it was, it was FAU because San Diego State, they, they beat FAU on the last second shot, but FAU beat um with, with that that same play for Villanova. But the bonehead play with yeah. Furman was the short point guard for Virginia yeah. who decided to walk the yeah. ball that court. I was like, that was just crazy. The dude just stepped right into it and knocked it down. That was just crazy. I mean, but yeah, I think the tournament this year it it went pretty much how the whole season went. 
I mean, we never knew who really was the best team in the country all year. Um, I, I, a lot of people kind of thought that uh, UConn was going to be the best team in the um, country when they started out undefeated early in the season. But, I mean, that's why I picked them on my bracket. I, I, I was one of, that two, one of the 2% that picked UConn in the whole country. I was in that. I won my bracket challenge because UConn won the Natty. But that's why I picked them. They had started out hot early in the season. So, I mean, but any given day this year in college basketball, it was like anybody could be beat. Didn't matter where you was playing or what. Like, it's, I feel like NILs is kind of starting to like level the play. Not in not even NIL. I think it's the transfer portal. It mm-hmm. just, it just levels the playing field to where there's not going to be a big gap between these teams, like the best teams in the country no more. Like, I think that this this season of college basketball is going to be more of what to expect in the future from college basketball. I think. Mid-majors, if they got good guards, they're going to be able to rock with anybody. Good point. I, th- I think with the NILs, hopefully, like, it makes it to where people want to come back. Dude, Timmy's already been, like, somebody like that. Working on this, right? It's working on Duke players, Kentucky players. Um, but I mean, you got you got a lot of five star coming in. I think y'all two are Duke fans. Y'all know with John Shire coming in hot like that, getting the five five stars. We're going to get a taste of that. But what else can you say that happened in the March Madness that that was crazy? Uh, I mean, I wanted to sit there, raise my hand, and say it first, but it was like Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark. I mean, you got, you know, South Carolina, the women, they kind of stole the show. Ish, would you agree? Yeah, I, I, I feel like I said that I think we are witnessing the emergence of the women's basketball, period, whether it be uh, March Madness or the NCAA or NBA. We're living in the golden time where how magic basically – future NBA, I feel like that's what we're seeing happen with women's basketball. The fact that the national championship for the women's tournament had that many ratings was a sign of things to come, I feel like. Mostly because you got Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, Flaget, like all of these names that people are starting to become attached to are still Mm -hmm. in college. So it's like Next year, it's like, goodness gracious. Like, I feel like throughout the year this year, we didn't see, or I won't say we, because I was very attentive to the masses. I don't feel like paid enough attention to what was going on as far as the landscape of women's basketball was concerned. Like, what we saw in March Madness or the NCAA tournament this year for women's, it was there all throughout the year. Like, this level of excitement, this level of skill, it was there. People just didn't pay enough attention, and I'm so glad that people are starting to pay attention to it now because the future is bright, man. It's so much talent at that on as far as the women are concerned, and I love that they're starting to get that that they're just due, man. Because we've seen some great people through our era, our generation, but once again with the recognition there, people didn't pay enough attention to the women's basketball game. But yeah, I, I think that we're we're starting that that shift like that I think that it's about to happen and we're about to witness it. Yeah, I think it's, it's coming. 
in ways that were, you know, so much with the ratings, but it's so much that into the detail of it is not REM as basketball anymore. You got mm-hmm. Staley, you got um, you know, Multi. women that dominated you, you got you got women that dominated coaching, you know, long before REM became, but it just seemed like REM had a had a cloud over, you know, college basketball, women's college basketball, where no, you you got these women that kind of like Pat Summits out here that's like, I know we ain't going nowhere. And they're mm-hmm. starting to, you know, have these programs like LSU, South Carolina, uh, you know, hats off to Iowa, but you got Texas, you know, these these schools are starting Virginia to get real, Tech, real competitive. Yeah, right, right. So I mean, I'm I'm here for it because uh, now the transfer portal is getting lit. You know, Ooh, you got uh, I can't wait to see where Haley Van Lith goes. Right. I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I'm telling you, I got LSU penciled in, man. If she goes to LSU, it is about to be nuts with her running the show. Man. And I've been on the fence here recently about picking a team as far as favorite women's bas- college basketball team was concerned. I'm leaning toward LSU just because of the, I feel like, I won't even say connection, just the ability of the women on that LSU ball club from Flage to Angel Reese to Alexis Morris who just got drafted and just that whole environment. I've always loved Kim Mulkey, even when she was at Baylor. Like I was mm-hmm. really high on Baylor when they had uh, Dee Dee Richards and all of them. That was starting to be my favorite team, and then she dipped out. And when she dipped out, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to ride that bandwagon, but I'm leaning more toward LSU now, man. And I'm telling you, if Haley Van Lith goes there, it's going to be madness. It's going to be I'll tell you, crazy. Monkey, she has to be a, uh, a Craig Sager fan because I'll tell you, her attire. Her swag is out, <laughs> of this world. It's out of this world. Nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And I just found out, I watched it. They said she don't even pick her shit. Like, she got a stylist who picks oh, stuff oh, yeah. in the closet. And I was like, look, these for the day and she picks them and Angel Reese was talking about it. She said, Yeah, sometimes she come in the uh she come in the uh what you call it the the venue or the facility. Uh, I don't know what coach got on today. <laughs> I love it, man. It's that that like the element of the women's basketball game that's getting talked about, man. Like her swag is out of this world. Well well I mean don't get me I mean, started this, on the coach doc. Her outfit is hilarious. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Ooh, wee. Ooh, wee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious, I'll tell you. What was they was like, man, let me get season tickets. Or let me, what, what is the schedule? Courtside. Courtside. You just want to say, good job, coach. Absolutely. You know, like, <laughs> well, I thought it was one time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is straight up, man. Straight up. But you know, we had a hell of a race, you know, jumping over to a, to the pro side of things. Um, hell of a race to the play in. I think the play in is starting to win, you know, saying the fans over mm-hmm. how it's been. You you got these matchups to where it's like okay who's going to be in and out who would have thought we could touch on real quick before we go into the playoff teams but who would have thought 
the Dallas Mavericks, who acquired Kyrie Irving, didn't even get in the play. Now, here's the thing, man. I know people love to be so critical of Kyrie. You know how I feel about Kyrie. I don't feel like the situation is Kyrie's fault. I feel like Luka doesn't know how to play with another star, another superstar alongside him. The way that Luka... I guess had played before. I feel like he did too much of trying to make Kyrie feel comfortable when Kyrie need that. Like I needed Luca to come out and dominate games the way that he before. And I think honestly, I don't know what their logic was in that last game of the season. That threw me for a loop. How they benched damn near everybody. Like that shit. How did y'all feel about that? That shit was weird to me. I thought it was stupid, but it made I mean, it made sense, I guess. I guess you feel like you got a better chance of getting a number one pick than you do of winning the championship this year. But the Mavericks issue wasn't really Kyrie per se. It was really that they can't guard, but he can't help you there. Very true. That's very true. So, I don't know. Um they need to surround them guys with some defenders. Like you it the move to get Kyrie was stupid, for real. Though I think that was one of the moves that the one of the rare stupid moves by the Dallas Mavericks. You give up a- hell, Mary. I agree. I feel like they was Jalen Brunson so much that they tried to go out and get the best guard they could. And that, that's what I was about to say. It starts like JJ Reddick said. You could have just re-signed Brunson in the middle of last season for mm-hmm. like fifteen mil a year, and you wanted to wait out, and now he walks. And now you end up, yeah, you didn't gave up all your defenders and, and depth to get Kyrie, and then you're not even in the playoffs or the play. Like, and, and it hurts even terrible. more to where you have, when, when you've seen it right off the bat, to where they couldn't finish games. You know, even when they had a close game in the fourth quarter, they didn't know how to finish. Like, it's like, what is, what is the deal here? You know, made, it made Jason Kidd look bad. Let's be real here. It, it, it that's, made Jason better as a basketball coach. That's a great I feel like a lot of the blame is being placed on the court and the players that are out there, but it ain't enough emphasis being placed on that sideline or blame being on that sideline. It's not that Jason Kidd isn't a good coach, but this is the second time that we've seen him have somebody with great ability or players that haven't uh, – a crazy amount of talent and be able to do with it what was expected to be done with it. We saw him down there in uh, in Milwaukee. He had Giannis. And granted, Giannis wasn't today's Giannis, but Giannis was ascending into that. And I feel like he's at the same pass with Luka. And I don't know what it is about Jason Kidd, but he's getting those guys that next step. He had Giannis playing point guard. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all forgot about that, did <laughs> I did until he just really, now. Absolutely. He really did. Really had at point guard, man. He really did. I mean, he he he, he was he was a good uh, assistant coach. He helped us get a ring in the bubble the Lakers, you know. Got you got some got some good parts there. He's no Tyrone Lou. Agree. I mean, 
No. Hell, is he Mike Brown? No. No. <laughs> is he Mike Brown? Speaking of Mike Brown, um, good job to him. You know, I, I, I want to say to to Mike Brown, or just say just the, the Kings front office. You know, they they deserve some flowers on. I would say just not folding when certain things went this way. You know, Shaq came in, Shaq left. You know, Vladi stayed there. Vladi didn't leave. And it just seemed like they're just doing smarter, smarter things. You know, Thunder type stuff. You know, Thunder, what they're doing, you know, they made it to the play and, you know, they was unsuccessful. But you look at what they're doing. You look at what, uh, what the Pelicans trying to do. But, you know, Zion's hitting the wall. You, you see these front office knowing that if you go young, you can be like the Kings. You can be like the Cavaliers. You can be like these teams that Mike can shock. Kind of like how Boston did when they showed the blueprint of saying, hey, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, we keep it young. Kyrie gets hurt. We don't need him. They still succeeded. You know, that that's something to look at to where you look at where now the Golden State Warriors is down 0-2. And they're like, yeah, they're man. playing good team. Just got Keegan Murray, young guys getting minutes. You got guys like Davion Mitchell, you got guys like that, and you got veterans like Harrison Barnes, who's not really that long in the tooth. So, I mean, like, you look at them, you got Darren Fox and Malik Monk, you're like, damn, Sabonis, you know, he's not playing great, but he's there, you know, as far as what he's there to do. There are playing a style of basketball that, that is trending up to where other teams are going to start looking at saying, like, hey, man, these veterans, you're going to have to start spacing them out because you're going to run into a problem where the Clippers, their, their bits got pieces in it that are older or not, but they have young pieces that are kill you. Trey Manning them and, and you know, what, they, what they've what they added with that team, they kill you. Bones Island, are you kidding me? You know, yeah, so, I mean, that was a big that's, the style, that's the style that you got to look for in the NBA now is to bring more youth in the playoff basketball, and it would be wonders. <laughs> it's working. Because look fact. what Jared Vanderbilt's doing. Look what Roy Hitchamariora is doing. Look what Austin Reeves is doing. Mm-hmm. You got to put those pieces on the court and say, let it ride. And what's crazy is tapping back into things. I, I will be the first to say that I was on this bandwagon that, that a lot of other people were on to where I was wondering what doing when they got rid of, got rid of Halliburton and uh, Buddy Hill and just basically started shuffling pieces. And I'm like, Halliburton looked like he was a very key piece, and here they are getting a guy like Sabonis to revitalize that squad, and Aaron Fox taking that next step, and like you said, Keegan Murray and Malik Monk, he's he's everything that they need. He's that that energy off the bench that's able to go out there and fill it up. They are – I like I was very critical of the moves they were making, and it turns out that it was for the better. Like, I've always had confidence in De'Aaron Fox. I just didn't know when he was going to take that step. Like, his, you look at his stats, he's been having a good career for a while, but they just haven't been relevant for real. But they are, I feel like people are starting to see that De'Aaron is, on him being a talent, he's a guy, he's a leader. He's yeah. a leader. And that's what they needed more than anything. And I feel like may have been the difference between him and Halliburton. I feel like Tyrese was – he was clearly a talent. We know he was talented. 
But as far as being that leader that they needed, I feel like they may have seen more Garrett than they did in Tyrese, and that's why they went in that direction. And it's clear, it's apparent that that worked out for the best. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sam, Sam, what do you think about? Because y'all mean, I, I mean, look, y'all throwing Kaminga out there, y'all throwing your young pieces out there. What do you think about overall the pressure that is now put on the Golden State Warriors? Is the pressure because of what you know? Now you got Draymond back in the. It, it's not so much of what he did it, but it's so much about how much it hurt the team because he's gonna be all right. You know, he's mentally strong, but it's just like, what 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 can happen and if if things can unravel going down three zero, you know what can happen. Oh yeah, I mean, the pressure aspect of it, I'm not worried about. I I know that the pressure isn't isn't going to be the issue. I just think that some of the lineups that Kerr been playing, I feel like if Jordan Poole not scoring, he only need to play about 12, 15 minutes. Sit his ass down. We, we look better with Gary Payton out there, obviously, because he can guard. Yeah. And then Kaminka got to get more minutes, man. Kaminka got to get more minutes. We, I don't we, like him. He needs to play basketball towards the end of the season, too. He, he need more minutes. But that's that's our young energy guy. And he can give us everything that Draymond can give us. Plus, the, he's a factor to go for twenty to twenty-five on the hot mic. He can get you that. There's no, there's no way Draymond's giving you twenty at this point in his career. No. But he can throw passes that you can't see. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like he's like wow. He, gotta, he can play. Kaminga just got to be out there. I don't. He got to be out there. I think what? Like, What's the story? Four minutes last game, bro. What's the story on uh, Patrick Baldwin Jr. for y'all? Yeah. Why does he not play? Like, why why is he not on the court? I don't think he played much all year. That's what I was going to say. Has he seen any action this year? Like, have you seen any glimpses of him or anything? I haven't seen him on the court once, but he averaged 3.9, so he didn't play a little bit. And about that, because I mean, I he's like he made a playoff roster and everything. So I was assuming like a spark or anything, like maybe just out there. Kaminga, if Kaminga's not playing, that guy's got no chances before. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> Kaminga played four minutes. There's no way ball was touching the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got to get at least twelve to fifteen minutes out of Kaminga. <laughs> Devin Chinzo played 13 minutes, don't even get a shot up. So Jordan Poole only played 16 minutes last game. And we look way better with Gary Payton out there. So that's what we need more of. If he's if Poole can't give us 15 to 20, you gotta sit it down, but and I told niggas, man, I, I love he is not a 26, 27 no. per game type of guy, man. He's not that type of guy. Yeah, he, he just had a, he had a really good season last year, and I feel like it blew everybody's heads up. He got his own head blown up. <laughs> got it brought back down to size, too. Got it deflated. Oh, man. But, I, you know, like I said, it's, it's a must-win game. It's a must-win, man. And, and I think it's a must-win for the Memphis Grizzlies coming up in this game, too, because, you know, you, you might not have Ja. And Desmond Bain talking cash shit. He talking, you know, Hunter Mayor. 
Don't worry about what he's doing. You was you was just two <laughs> a year ago. You was just a year ago. Yeah, but Mr. Orange. Before we get to that Laker game, I want to touch on that Warrior series as well. I don't I yes, yes, I feel like this game three is a must and I, I honestly believe that Golden State will win. We've seen how good Golden State can be at home this year. I honestly believe if State pulls off these two wins at home, they're going to sneak and win this series. I think that they'll either still game five or close the length. That game seven is, is going to be a game pressure on um, on Sacramento. And with them having the young pieces that they've had, that they have, they haven't necessarily had that pressure, that serious pressure on them yet. So they don't know what comes with that. This Golden State team, they're a team full of veterans. Like is we we know their story. We know their history. Like there's I don't feel like it's a it's as much pressure on them as people make it out to be. I think that they're fine in a position that they're in. And like I said, I feel like if they can win these two games at home, they're gonna win this series. That's what I think is going to happen, of course. Yeah, yeah. Clay's chose violence. Clay is on it. Mm-hmm. These next two games are must wins for sure. Got to give them both. I agree. Got to give them both. But, yeah, everybody was making a big deal out of that road record. For one, health played a part of that because the people that was out was two of the major defenders on our team, and that's what we sucked the most at on the road is guarding. And then for two, you really technically only need to win one That's game exactly what I was about to say. You got four <laughs> chances to get to one. one. Like, that's, so, I like those chances. Right. It's not like you got to win every road, man. Exactly. So, I mean, it's possible, but these first two road games, we haven't looked very good. That's for sure. We still acclimating a couple pieces that we ain't have all year. So I'm optimistic. I'm not I'm not down about what's going on. Mm-hmm. I like I said, I I, I think uh, I think the Kings are, are rolling, but you know, when you go into another arena, you know, especially a, the the champions arena. It's different. It's different. So, I mean, it's different. It's definitely, I, it, I definitely see the Golden State Warriors winning game three, for sure. That but it's energy like, how, in there is about to be crazy, how, especially the after teams. them throwing out E40. What? It's about to that's be what I'm crazy. saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It, yeah, that's a great point. Right. Great point. E40 getting disrespected. How will, in the first quarter, if, you know, saying Clay gets going or Steph gets going, how does Kings will handle punching them out? Because mm-hmm. they, didn't play particularly well, and they won last night. That's the one thing that does scare me. They have not shot the ball well. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking at it earlier. Like, I think uh, Keegan Murray and Herder, I think yeah. between the two of them, it's only been two threes made between the two of them. Exactly. Yeah, they've been struggling. He, he had, uh, Keegan Murray had zero points in the third quarter. I said, now what he hasn't is hit, going He hasn't hit the three in the series yet. And Herder hit his first two of them yesterday. Because he wore a Steogra shirt. Like, they haven't been shooting the ball well. Really, though, and, uh, I feel like, it's really just been De'Aaron Fox, man. He's been making some tough shots. Yeah. That's what I was about to say, too, because yeah. Sabonis hasn't even had one of his games yet. No, he's not. Fox just been making tough shots, and I feel like... Tim Malik Monk. I know Sauce, don't, I, I, we don't want to hear nothing about Kentucky. 
But yes, those two guys have been they keeping play them together. Yeah, they did. And you know, um, he said they cried together. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. They, they was did. on that team that got beat by Carolina. Oh, yeah, because Monk went crazy down yeah. the stretch of that game. He went nuts, uh-huh. But they got that comfortability together. Yeah. They, they play real good. I, it'd be something if they get bam and when you like, they make a deal against like Trace Bonus, get bam or something. That'd like be that. nasty. That would be fucking crazy, man. Because that. Because that team really was supposed to win it. It was a good team. You know what I'm saying? I Tyler like Hero, like, come on, man. Like, should have won that. That was but, a really uh, good ball club. And speaking of Tyler Hero, what was he thinking? What was Tyler Hero thinking? You're up yeah. in the half. <laughs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, a lot of these young players, I just don't understand. Like, right. yeah, like Tyler Hero, yeah, but then you think back to like the Timberwolves and shit. Like, what, what is going? Like, I don't understand the logic, but behind some of this, Jalen Brown picking up glass with his own, with his bare heads. Like, yeah, what, right. What do we do? It was like a two K, like one of two K tweets. You know, the two K tweets when they injured, like, oh, picked up glass. Right. I'll be back in two weeks. Like, what the fuck? Like, you're watering plants. What What? What crosses your mind to say, you know what? I'm going to pick this glass up with my bare hands and this shit. That's a good idea. Let me. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, like, I'm going to pick it up and I'm just going to squeak. I didn't know it's going to cut me. The fact that they said it cut the webs between his hands, I'm like, oh, nah, he picked up a handful of that shit. Right. Like, that's insane. Like, it ain't like he tried to pick up a piece here, like, pinch it with his two fingers. Like, they said it cut the webs between his fingers. My man was down there shooting craps with the glass. Like, what are you doing? Stupid. That that's wild, and you, then you got Ja trying to like dunk on AD so bad he sit there and try to just jump out of the out of the gym and just think about how he was gonna land. Man, like I he was see. like he was falling from a building. From the moment he, he was it. in the air, I'm like, oh, this is not gonna end good. Like I didn't know whether he was gonna fall on his arm or flip forward or anything, but he was entirely too high and tried to jump from too far against a guy like Anthony. These I understand y'all loves to try to look for posters and all of that, but that's not how to do it against. He right. need a meaningful poster like that. That's why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We get an AD because you know it went. I ain't we had no posterizer in the wild. They really be banging on like, like LeBron got some names on his list. Like not just not just Gerard. Yeah, well, well yeah, you know probably got, he got KG, yeah, he got Duncan, you know I mean? like, yeah, he, 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 he got some, 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 he yeah, that's because he's he gonna try to block everything. Exactly. He's like, don't need to hold it. I'm here. Like, shit. Don't have he's gonna block just as many. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. 
he gonna glass on the free throw line and try to get the block every time. He <laughs> <laughs> is relentless, man. Like what? He worse than Brian. Remember Brian used to eat with me and let nobody flex out. Remember Jason Richardson started we had that three sixty. <laughs> yeah, Brian nope. was a wild boy. Brian's like, what are you doing? Like, no way. Doing that on my court, boy. Right. Let me fucked up out here. For real. Hey man, I, before we I, I just just a quick little off topic something thing real quick. Just just I just want y'all's opinion. What is the deal with Twitch, you know, banning these? Like, I, I've noticed where they're banning, like, the top black streamers. When they get to the top, next thing you know, they're getting banned. You know, I, I don't know, know about that. that. Yeah. Jesus. That's, like, one of the crazy things that's been going on to where it's, like, they get to a certain point, because I think it was, like, Aiden Ross, he got up to a certain point, then he got banned. But this Kai sent it. Yeah, I, I, I know Kai Sinai or whatever. Yeah, I've, yeah, Kai, I've been yeah. following that a little bit. Yeah, he got banned, and he he was just their top streamer, like the the like the highest streamer they've ever had. Mm-hmm. And they banned him, and I'm just like, damn, that's like three in a row. What was their reasoning behind banning him? I I didn't get the reason. That's why I, I didn't like. I was searched all day, and I could not get the reason. They hated white though. Yeah, he no, they say he he kind of he mixed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. I got his Jamera beer. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, these streamers are getting so famous, man, of where they're hitting headline news and stuff. And it's just like, but uh I, I just wanted y'all's opinion on that. I don't know if y'all paid attention. I was just throwing a curveball. But back into the playoffs, when we was about to talk about the Lakers and the cause you know, tomorrow. We got Lakers game two against the Memphis Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I just want to say I'm loving what Jerry Vanderbilt's doing. I'm loving going up the ladder with the young players, Jerry I, Vanderbilt. And then, then I want to say, Roy Hitchmayor, thank you. But Austin Reeves, of course, is on the top of that list. He's been in the lab. And, I mean, in the lab, just, man. God, <laughs> God, man. I mean, he is just he is, wisely he, he, spent up his two K coins. Bit me wisely, and he got the uh, times two VC. Uh, <laughs> he, he ain't gonna get no fits, no fits, no nothing. He out there in the brown shirt. He put all of his coins to his attributes. <laughs> I tell you what, he, he said, said, "I'm him. <laughs> I'm him." <laughs> Look here, man. Fuck with I, 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 I knew I knew this series was gonna be different with him when he did the too small on Patrick Beverly at the end of the regular season. I said, Oh, he's juiced up. We he's need regular. that energy. We but need think that. about it. How could you not be if you start to get your rocks off and you got brawn on your screen? Right. Somehow, somehow we it's always gonna get backed up. I'm talking. <laughs> oh good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that makes good sense because it's like, hold on, like if I'm having a bad game, like they're gonna be like, sorry, you fella, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, like I ain't gonna have the bad game. <laughs> like I'm good because I got pride on my team, and then it's making AD, it's making AD, you know, play out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's being around this kind of youthful jubers. I mean, if you put him around an old team, bunch of veterans in there. Uh, 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 load managing and shit. He said they're gonna do the shit. 
he see these young players out here doing this shit. He's going to play up to that. I see. Like it's it's you know Wayne Gable. You know, saying challenges. You know, saying goes hard. You know, like I said, goes up the ladder. He's at the bottom. But you know, Daniel Russell is playing good basketball. He struggled in that playing game. I knew he was going to come out and get twenty. I think he was trying to overdo it in the playing game because that was his former team. You could tell he was kind of he was he was pressing a little bit. You could see it. You could see it in his game, man. I think that coming into this series, they probably talked to him like, bro, like, yeah, just relax. Play your game. Like, you don't got to do too much. Just when you feel it, you feel it. If not, like, it ain't no pressure on you. Like, just go. And having guys like Austin Reeves and all of the other shooters that we didn't picked up and, like, the Jared Vanderbilts and and, uh, Dennis Schroeders, the guys that are actually out there uh, taking that load, it's not as much pressure, and he can actually play free now. Like, he don't need to go out there and go for 20 because somebody else might. So when he does go for 20, it's a bonus. Like mm-hmm. like you said, Austin Reeves has been that guy for us. And I can't, I cannot speak highly enough about Jared Vanderbilt, which is crazy because when he came there, I remember going to the group chat like, who? Like, I, I know him because he came from Kentucky, but what the fuck is he going to do for us? And I remember you saying like, no, he's a, he's a good role player. He's going to come in and yeah. play his role. And the yeah. fact that he stepped into this series and told Darvin Ham, nah, I want to guard John Morant primarily. Like, that's, that's huge. <laughs> and, and it's not like he just said it and went out there and was just like, uh, I'm a guarding, but Ja probably still going to get his. Like, nah, he's making it tough on Ja out there. Like, he's, yeah. he's really, like, changing the landscape of the game with his defense and his versatility now i will say i hated that they put him on fucking jj like why are y'all putting him on on jaron jackson jr like that didn't even make sense he went from guarding jaw then jaw gets hurt now you switch him to jaron jackson jr when his mind has already been in the mode of guarding a guard like he not you can't switch a guy like that defensively that quickly and expect him to adapt that quickly I don't see Jaron going off like he did in the nah, second he, half. I agree. I don't think it's going to happen again. Yeah, I don't see that happen again. But, you know, he could fool me. But, you know, Bain is playing, you know what I'm saying, big-time basketball. You know, Dylan Brooks had some good moments, but then he started being converted back to his good stuff. I, I like – I do like what the Memphis Grizzlies present, you know, defensively points. I think it was in the second quarter. They clamped down. You know, they can really mm-hmm. clamp down defensively and make it tough and get out in the break. I mean, that's something that's scary to where if they get in the rhythm doing it in, 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 in tomorrow to where we can't come back from it, you know, because they could – they're athletic and long. I mean, they get out there – I mean, like, it was tough for LeBron even to, uh, to dribble the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. like, it was moments where he couldn't even pass it back out or, you know, just how they swarm and then they make you make a crazy pass and then they still in the ball and they, they taking off. And then they pulling up for transition three sometimes. I mean, like, they – they get going like that, but we was able to, you know, we was able to combat that with our energy because we're one of the highest paced teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes it a great series where I think we can win it in five, honestly. I've been seeing a lot of them uh, playing Jaw and Tyus at the same time. And I think that I see the logic behind it, but I think that that's problematic for them because. Neither one of those guys are standstill shooters. I feel like both of them are 
best when they have the ball in their hands. And <clears throat> we know Tyus, that's the facilitator right there, man. Led the league in turnover to assist ratio for what the last five years, like since he's been in the league. So it's like we know what he brings to the table. But a guy like John ja Morant, it's harder to get him comfortable off the ball. And I don't know, I don't know if they've had success with that. I personally think from watching them, the games that I've seen, I think that they have the most success. When Tyus is on the court without Ja, he's surrounded by shooters. Um, he can create a little bit, pick and roll scenario. He's extremely smart with his IQ and finding an open guy. But when Ja's out there, I feel like there's kind of this uh, feeling as to we got to get him the ball because he's our guy. And a lot of times it's, it doesn't work for them when he's not creating off the dribble. Did y'all notice any of that? Yeah, he got to be more aggressive. I agree. If, if they're going to if they're going to beat y'all, he's got to be getting 30, 35, 40 points a night. Like he's got to go crazy, or else, like Saul said, the Lakers are going to win in five, six games. Like it's not even going to be. He he shoot fourteen times again. I mean, it's just not going to get it done. Like no. Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson and all them, they can do whatever they want, yeah. and whatever. But if Jai's not getting his. That's when we was always mad. I kept watching the game. I was happen. like, hey, I said, what we're doing is key. Jai's not really doing what he wanted to do. And at one point he scored and he was like, y'all can't guard me. I'm like, buddy, you would have 20 right now. We should be saying that. You but would I mean, have 20. <laughs> so. You got to think, man. 14, on, he, he, he didn't shoot bad. He just he, didn't shoot enough. Yeah, he just wasn't being aggressive. Like it's just not gonna get it done. Like you playing against I don't know, maybe the like y'all said like, the length the length was bothering him, whatever, but he, he's he's gotta be aggressive against the length. He has got he's got maybe just gotta attack quicker and not play with it or something. I don't know. But if he if he think they're gonna win this series, which I'm sure they've been watching film since the game was over, I'm sure he knows mm-hmm. he's gotta be more aggressive. Yeah. Period. Even if he's not shooting, he's gotta be. Go ahead, Sauce. No, I would just I, I I mean you go right ahead. I, I would just say Vanderbilt was he he did a great job of on ball defense on him. Absolutely. But off ball was important too, what he was doing. But yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say I feel like coming into this series, you gotta come in with that mindset. I like Ja. It's not like yes, we've heard him say I ain't worried about nobody in the West. Like Yes, that's from a confidence standpoint. But coming in series, you're playing against LeBron fucking James and Anthony Davis. This is not it's not a walk in a park. Like this is probably one of the um especially with their injuries, probably the worst draw that they could have gotten out of the teams that were in the playing, just off the strength of you know what these guys are capable of. Both of these guys when they're healthy. They're a problem. So, you know, you got to come in and you got to go off, like Sam said. Like, if you're not and take care 30, of but, yep, absolutely. Got to do that it's part, too. Yes. We just, we just, we just love it. He had at least four of them, four or five. I agree wholeheartedly. Oh, he got, yeah, he got six of them things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, six turnovers. 
and he only had eight field goals made. Yeah. Tough That's game. Tragic. Tough game. 18 points. It's got to be better, job, Or the series is going to be over really fast. And it's crazy because we we love we love to see like even as a Laker fan like obviously I want us to win the series but we live for moments like this for guys like Ja Morant in these playoff situations we love to see these guys step up to the plate and do what we know they can do and it's not that he's not doing it's just that or it's not that he can't do it it's like he's not like I don't understand why he's not being more assertive like this isn't his first playoff series, not his first trip to the playoffs. And we saw a little <laughs> bit of this last year in the postseason where he had moments to where we like, all right, Ja, you got to turn it on. You got to take over. And I feel like now it should be to the point to where it, it doesn't need to be said. He should be doing it. Yes. We're going to see tomorrow. We're going to definitely see it. You know, like I said, Desmond Banks, I'm, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you to to show up and do what you' supposed to do because you worried about what? Yeah, get your, get Rui, get Rui's name out your mouth. Exactly, point blank period, man. Like Suns and Clippers just did. And you know, uh, oh, yeah, who won between? Because I know the uh, um, Cavs, the Cavs won. They was up seventy five to like fifty. Okay, they was they was they was doing a good job against them. Yeah, they let last game get away too. They should have won that first game. Clippers win again tonight. I think I don't think the Clippers win nah. again. I think that's like one of those things they nah. got to shake off. And I think Durant gonna have a good game. I think he's gonna have a real good game. Russ Russ played out of his mind defensively. Russ was everything that they needed him to be. Um, last game defensively rebounding, like, he just did all of the little things. He didn't shoot the ball well, but he did every other thing on that court well. That matchup at the end of the game where he took Devin Booker on them possessions, you could really see, like, he still feels like, Nick, I'm still that nigga. Like, I'm still still that Mm -hmm. guy. You're not about to go out here and just drop me off. Like, you got me fucked up if you think you're about to go out here and treat me the way that you was treating these other guys. And just that grit and, like, that, that What's the word? That determination that he plays with, that as much of a talent as Devin Booker is, those type of moments get to him. Like, play comes up against those guys that have that. Uh, you not no, you're not doing that on me. That mm-hmm. mindset. He's not himself. We saw it last year when he start popping off at Luca. Like yeah. Luca's like okay. Y'all got the right one. Sent their ass home. And Russ is cut from that same cloth as far as, you ain't about to do that on me. Like, he takes, I'm going to die before I let you yeah, go out I, here I, I and torch me. Yeah. You said what? I love that, I said, I love that attitude. Absolutely. That's how you yeah. got to be on the court. Especially when you're playing against guys that you know are, are super talented. Like, that's the the edge that you can bring. Like, yes, Devin Booker's extremely gifted. He's more skilled offensively than a guy like Russell Westbrook. But bringing grit to to the court brings another. Now it's more that he got to worry about outside of just his skill and just his ability. So, mm-hmm. not to Russ, man. I'm, I'm loving seeing him succeed. I don't know why everybody thought us Laker fans were going to be upset at him being successful with the Clippers. Like, 
we didn't just because he didn't fit with us doesn't mean we didn't fuck with Russ. Like he didn't fit our roster, and we've been saying that since the moment we picked him up. But yeah, like I love seeing Russ ball out there, man. So I got a I got a question for Sam right here. Is is this like now that now that the Cavs won? Is this like now? Donovan Mitchell's, you know what I'm saying, like Darius Garland, this young team, if they I think they're gonna win the series. I, I'm picking them to win the series. Is the Cavs something to be like dangerous like that that Kings team? Are they like comparable to them to where they can shock the Boston, the Milwaukee's? Like, do they have that in? Are they you I mean can they can because they're not the Knicks are not the Warriors. You know what I'm saying at all, and I don't know how they lost that game one. I really don't understand that. You know, because I betted the, I betted the over on that, and it was under. And I was like, see, I was thought Cavs go out there and just blow them out, and it just didn't happen. But the if the Cavs have that type of same makeup, rebounding, shooting, a star that can get his own shot. I can't see them beating any of the top three teams in the East. Boston, Milwaukee, or uh, Philly? I don't think they can. Yeah, Jared Allen in the middle. I mean, I don't. I think I guess maybe their best chance would be Philly, but I, I see Joel Embiid taking care of business today. Nah, I don't. I, I don't think they can challenge any of the top three teams in the East. Not this year. Do you say? Or do you think the Knicks is winning this series? No, hell no. I think they'll definitely win this series. And then who they what are what's that? That a five? Four. Four. So they so then they'll play Boston mm-hmm. next round. Mm-hmm. They're going home. <laughs> 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 Ish, what do you say? I'm right on par with Sam. Um <clears throat> I think they still missing one piece from them it's being a- a legit contender. I think that they were expecting to take a, a bigger step than he did this year. He took a step defensively. I will definitely say that, but he's not bringing that offensive element that they need. They Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. We know they're gonna get theirs, but they're still missing that other player. Like it's on a night where one of them is off, I feel like they're at a disadvantage because they don't have another person that they can turn to. Like, all right, we need you to. Like, I think that, like I said, I think they're one piece away from being what you said the Kings are. Yeah, they need like a. What you think that piece is? Just like a knockdown 40% three point shooter, maybe. Or Bogdanovich. Three better, something just, just one more. I, I can't really put my finger on it, but it's just something that it just needs. I Bogdanovich. feel like they got enough of everything. Yeah, Bogdanovich would be good. I think if they, uh, I mean, it, I mean, shit, I would try to pry that. I mean, it seems like I don't know how they're going to use them. That, what is his name? Wannabe, whatever name for the Nets. I wonder if the Nets gonna get rid of him or something like that. That dude don't miss. Yeah, like he's he's, pretty, like, he, he's knocked down. I wouldn't put my my eggs in that basket. Yeah, I don't I'm know good. how long that's gonna last. Yeah, 
That's some, I was like, damn, he really – because I watched a few games, and I was like, I want to see if he really is about that life. Because I was we like – hey. We saw what happened but with he, Duncan Robinson. Right. And he damn had less attempts than Duncan Robinson. I will say that. Duncan Robinson got to get a, a one-dribble pull-up or something. He can't do nothing but shoot three. Fact. Yeah, that's why Max Drew said that's all right. I, I come in for him. Caleb. And what's the name, Caleb? Who else who comes in? The dude broke into the uh, the the Miami Heat rotation, Struess and uh, Vincent. Pitt, Vincent. Yeah, Pitt, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they definitely have to step up. But yeah, as far as the Cavs, man, I I just I don't I don't see it neither. I don't think they got it. Which is it sucks because a guy like Donovan Mitchell, he went there to be the guy, and I honestly. <laughs> As bad as it sounds, I don't think he's gonna have much more success than he had in Utah. At least not yet. Like he might win this series, and I feel like he, like Sam said, pack your bags, you're going home. Like yeah. they draw in Boston, it's a wrap. Yeah. What they gonna do to Tatum and Brown? Nothing. 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 They don't match up well with them at all. At all. It's like at all. That's probably yeah. the worst draw they could have gotten. <laughs> yeah, defensively, it, it does make it make it real tough. I mean, like they're not a they're they're a team. I feel like they can be somewhat pesky. They can, you know, what I'm saying they could be somewhat on in the passing lanes. They can block some shots here and there. Mobley can be something, but in the long run, they're not stopping Tatum. You're not stopping Brown. Nobody can guard them. Your backcourt can't stop none of that. Two six-foot guards is not going to Yeah. Play. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm a little guarder that played basketball all my life. In NBA, you cannot win with two little guards. Yeah. Not to mention they got a lineup against Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon. Like, those, <laughs> those guys are defenders. That's what they're there for. So, they're going to – like they're gonna get theirs, obviously Donovan and them, but they're gonna be difficult, and it, it's it's curtains. That's why I'm happy the Warriors went with Clay instead of Monte. <laughs> yeah, can't I mean that's what you like right there, man. Can't do it, can't win. That shit is crazy. I saw a story the other day that they was dead ass about to trade Steph. Like just the thought of that, like. Obviously, mm-hmm. back then, like, you could think, okay, like, yeah, maybe. But seeing how shit played out, can you fucking imagine if they would have fucking traded Steph? Like, what the fuck? That would have probably <laughs> yeah. been the worst trade in NBA history. Yeah, because, you know, Knicks already get shit. The Timberwolves get shit. But if you need to be the team that actually had them and you let them go, what? you really going to get the grunt of the shit. You're gonna Are you gonna be the kidding shit me? Of the shit. For Monte Ellis at that, like, <laughs> nah, we're gonna build with Monte. Steph, you can slide. and then Steph goes on to win all these fucking awards and MVPs. Like, wow, we really did that. Like we like, did that. It, well, he just wasn't that guy with us. That's what they would have tried to say. They'd be trying to call him. They'd be like, well, he got tender ankles. Like, nah. Right. <laughs> Y'all he stupid. He can't defend at a high level. We needed somebody that could defend at a higher level. So right. we went in a different direction. Because I always said, man, Serge Ibaka. I almost say it like Stephen A. said, Serge Ibaka. Oh, man. <laughs> Serge Ibaka. You didn't keep James Harden. You know, come on, man. You wrote a good thing. Yeah, that's I feel like like 
if I am a Thunder fan or anybody in the front office, I'm having nightmares about that because it like you keep James Harden, you ultimately probably keep that big three for the most part. Like you go out and get another big that can do some of the stuff that Sergi Baca can do. I think y'all got a better chance of going right back to the finals and probably, you know, making this thing work. And even at worst, you lose Kevin Durant and you keep fucking Russell Westbrook and James Harden. I like that. I like that a lot. Like, like, they they definitely, they definitely thought too smart. They, they, they were Pete Carroll at the one yard line. You know, they were, you know, it just, it just. They went with the analytics. He's starting to hit some three. Yeah. Like, like he cooks, like he's starting to be like a real people person. Like they're like, yeah. Just keep searching. Yeah. Damn shame. That's what they get. And and I, I would say that it hurt them in the long run because you pay Russ all that money. Yes, he was MVP. Yes, he was the average triple double season. Got eliminated in the first round. Wasn't shit. Um, you put all that spread, you put all them, uh, what they say, all the eggs in that basket, and it's just like now you got to rebuild, but it's rebuilding slowly, nicely. Yeah, that's what shot. I was gonna say. Now you now now you got Giddy, you got people you know, killed to be in their win? position, and you, you got Chet coming back. Coming when right Chet back comes back, now they might they're gonna be dangerous when Chet comes back. Yeah, and they got if he's who three and next year facts. If Chet is who we think he will be, I think that they're going to be super dangerous. I'm still a little, but I think he. He's not going to have to do much early. Right. He's going to be a baby set this way, and they ain't going to be asking for much. They got a little chemistry rolling over from this from this season. They lucked I'm up saying. with Jalen Williams. Yeah, he, he saw it. He blossomed really quickly. Yeah. It's going to be long as hell. Yeah. They're gonna be like kind of Pelicans, you know what I'm saying? But just I think they're gonna about end up being a little bit better. And like cause Zion got you know, I feel bad for Zion because it's like they got a good nucleus. And and you know, CJ McCollum, he's coming up a little short. You know, it's it's, it's, it's I think he's starting to hit that wall. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I think I think yeah. his prime is coming to an end. Yeah. Cause hey, I think last year was the best of it, man. Because he brought it, and you know it sucks that you couldn't have. You couldn't uh, piece it all together, right? You know, because like, you got somebody out there can shoot seventy five percent that ferociously and play defense. You got something with that, and then Ingram, and then CJ. So I mean, like that on the court together could have beat the Suns. I mean, that you know, what I'm saying like really could have. And it just sucks that this year you thinking that this is a full season for Zion. This is a season for Zion right here with Brandon Ingram and him, and then boom. So I mean, like now we're back to this square one thing. Like we call him a bust now, and then it's like you look at other guys flourishing. You know, what I'm saying like balling, but you look at Anthony Edwards, he ain't playing good at all. I mean, he playing against the Denver Nuggets, granted. You know, what hey, saying who? I've been. He sure didn't. He hasn't. Something he hasn't like, been. He hasn't been the guy that I was expecting him to be this year, man. Right. So I mean, that draft is starting to look a little, you know, shaky. You know, you're right. I mean, like these guys are coming in, you know, back to back, and it's like you you look at 
you look at certain, you know, picks, I look at D'Angelo Russell. I mean, he's a person that kind of in and out of the lineup. You know, he got a bruised thigh. I'm out. You know what I'm saying? These guys coming in, they got this skill, this talent. But then you got guys coming in with so much athleticism. They play so much damn AAU basketball. <laughs> these injuries starting to happen so early. This guy was playing a pro-am game. And, he, you know, he said he don't regret it. He has to play a pro-am game with Ryan fucking James. I don't blame him. But it's like they play so much basketball. Then they get up to the NBA. I mean, now I think it's it's I think these injuries, these 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 certain injuries that happen to these type of players is kind of dangerous. Just a yeah. little bit. You might be on to something. They're playing too much fucking basketball, man. You got a twenty-two, a twenty-one year, twenty-two year old kid that they can't go and play. You know what I'm saying? Like. So much money and that shit, bro. They can stop. True that. Those shoe brands make so much money off the It's ridiculous. All of them got their own circuit smell. Mm-hmm. Like the Under Armour kids don't even really play against the Nike kids no more. It ain't like how it was when it was playing. Right. You just went to the best tournaments. Now you got your Adidas circuit, you got your Nike circuit. Mm-hmm. It's so all football. over the place, man. It's crazy. Said wow, said wow, and it's and like I said, it, I, I I I know Ish you told me not to say nothing, but it's just wow that all these Kentucky kids. <laughs> like, I said, I'm just like, hey, yeah, I played, was there for one fucking year, man. Like you know, I I the attachment I have with like Derek Anderson, Tony Delks, you know, like like those those names. Uh, Tony that, that, Delk. Uh um. Man, burn. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like, there, like man. guys, like guys that like even even uh you know people like as a bookie, I would say. You know what I'm saying. Like it's guys like 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 Jody Meeks. I mean, like guys that play for years. But you know, you get a test to certain players that only play for one year. John Wall was like one of my favorite Kentucky players. He only played one year. Niggas you get know? mad at me for feeling that way about Kyrie. Kyrie playing at eight games. Did in that eight games. It was wonderful to see in a Duke uniform. That's what I'm saying. So I mean, like, it that that makes it wow to where we as fans we look at uh, we look at our college basketball teams and how they translate in the NBA, and it's like one of duns. Like, like I was like, oh yeah, he he sure did. Like I'm like I sometimes forget the sharp didn't play for us. Stay sharp. Like he mm-hmm. like didn't even play for us. But I can sit there. Oh, he went to Kentucky, but he didn't play. <laughs> he had cancer. Freedom. I mean, you know, freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> then, then suit up. You know, like yeah, guys like that. You know, like 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 like. Uh, yeah, still uh, ain't suiting up. Right, Trey Lyles played one year for us. I'm like Trey Lyles, Kentucky, but it's like there's no connection, man. It's like none. It's like zero, right. man. So we'll be back now. It looks like it. Because now, if you, it used to be if you was a late first round pick, you would still go to the league. Because why would you stay in college and not make no money? You're right. You could still get better sitting yeah. there. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Right. But now with NIL, you can still make you some good money in college, maybe more than you making in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You Shit, you see, like how we was talking about the college, women's basketball. Be the man for a year or two. Mm-hmm. 
have some fun, make some money. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Then go to the league and you ain't got to be broke and worrying about what you're going to eat for dinner and lunch and all that shit. No more. However, so you know, people are going to start staying longer. You see, Kyle Filikowski is going to be a late first round pick. He's like, nah, I'm coming back. And then. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the facts. And you give me the uh, – Sheba was like, shit, I come back one more year. You know, now he's now he going to the league. So, it was like, hey, he, got, he enjoyed his money. He was making, I think, like uh, 300 – he was making almost 400000 a year. Armando Baycott. Yeah. Yep, Baycott. Yep. That's another one. Drew Timmy. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, it's – Part of the basketball gonna be fun again, man. I hope so, man. Because you know, I want to get it back fun. I want the Big East back. You know, what I'm saying like, you know, it's just like the Big East is gone. I know, man. <laughs> 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 you know, I was. I wouldn't even get excited. Hell, Mary, you <laughs> know a hell, Mary. On that was saying, like saying, nah. Like we can't even get it off. <laughs> I, I mean, what you didn't hear that? You didn't hear that? Bro, we are oh. one breaking news away. We are one breaking news away from Big East coming back. I'm just it's saying. It's over, man. I know, man. That sucks. <laughs> you don't understand that was how great that was. Like, how like how much college basketball I watched that point because it was so much Big East basketball. Basketball's man. fun when the Big East is good, man. Yeah, that was that was just good. That was good times, good times. That was good times. But you know, we got we got we got more playoffs, man. We got way more playoffs ahead, and we, I mean, we talked about all the matchups. I mean, we we even mentioned how the Denver Nuggets are sitting there on vacation. You know, they, oh, I mean, they're man. playing. You know, they're on, I mean, they're just chilling. Vacation they're not, they're not ain't playing. A word, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we what are we doing here? Like. <laughs> And that's just that's that's wild. I and, told my wife uh, the other night. I'm like, man, this is the most boring in the world. Like yeah, between that one and that fucking uh, Billy, Sixers Billy and Nets oh, yeah. series, like well, no, so I'm fucking Celtics, Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, Celtics. Yeah, Celtics and Hawks. I mean, Hawks is too. Yeah, it was a little. It was a little uh, exciting game one for a little while. <laughs> I'm telling you, Clippers about to win tonight. If the Clippers hey. win tonight, it's trouble. Trouble. It's trouble. Trouble. Yeah, so much trouble. I'm gonna cry because you know what? We haven't beat the Clippers in eleven tries, man. In eleven <laughs> tries, I do not want to see the Clippers, man. I would rather. I do. I do for I the don't. simple fact that we don't have to travel. Yeah. Yeah. How great! How much of a luxury that is for them niggas to be sleeping in their own beds, yeah. to be at their own crib, to fly anywhere, and that that's when that pride is going to kick in, man. We're not about to let Clippers just run through us in those series. I will say that I don't know how I feel about the matchup as a whole if we make it and we play those guys because. We have some pretty good perimeter defenders mission right now, and he's right. starting to look a lot like him, like himself. He's starting or like himself. Period. Like he's starting mm-hmm. to look like Kawhi again. So, if he is himself, and they could potentially have Paul George back next round, whew, 
Hey, somebody's looking like their self, their old self is James Harden. Uh, but you know, he can't be having no, you know, play old self playoff game stinkers. But I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, being honest, yeah, I think he did last year. He looked good last game, but it's Brooklyn. I'm like, yeah. They doing everything this, this, in their power feeling, to double, triple team, and be. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them some faith. I'm gonna give them a little bit of jolt of confidence. I'm gonna sit there and say this: Look, you got Tyrese Max in your team. He's like the best, like bank. He hits the glass. You know, like any layup or any shot, he be shooting off the glass. Like he's the best at it. Like that man, how he gets to the rim or gets to his spots, and how he just does things. If he stays healthy, Philly. I'm I'm sitting there saying that they're going to be that dark horse to come out these. I told you before the playoffs started that I don't fear Philly at all. Maxie. I don't see them making it past Boston or Milwaukee. Maxie. As long as those teams are healthy. Can, can Marcus Martin deal with Maxie? Yes. No. Yes. Can can uh that would be a fun matchup. And then if you, if you have Mark Smart can't deal with Maxie, then Harden's going to be able to be E be at, be at ease. Who can but, deal with MB? But who can deal with MB? But can Harden be Harden for an entire series? And it goes both ways now. It goes both ways. Who gonna guard Tatum? Who gonna guard Brown? They don't have no that can either one of those guys. They still got time for don't they? No. Oh, there you go. I forgot where he went. But they don't got Tyler no more. They they still got the bias. The bias, you know what I'm saying? Brett, do his best. Don't shoot Ooh. the ball to the guard table. Just guard that table. That's food. Uh, that is food. Food. Hey, Jason Tatum's going crazy against I, I, I can't. I can't sit there and give too much to the Boston Celtics. Man, I'm a Laker fan, but I'm just saying I got to at least give some to Philly. But to Milwaukee, just not a, you know, they won it. You know, they got a ring already, but it's like, I want to see Philly. I want to see Doc Rivers get out of this cloud, man. Doc Rivers is in a cloud. Eh, I'm cool on that. I don't want the cloud because I don't think, I, I mean, this will all due respect, but I don't think Doc Rivers is as great of a coach as people are about to be. Who about to beat the Suns? Who about to beat the Suns? That's what are you talking about? Doc Rivers, Doc boy, that's Ty Lue. Uh, you living Doc back Rivers in the past. Yeah, I'm going to say they about to beat them songs. Who? Who? Doc, Doc Rivers. We're talking about Doc Rivers, fool. I'm just looking at the school. Oh, he, he's looking at the he's, – he's watching the game cast What's right this? there. Like 29-24. Oh, nah. KD about to go crazy tonight. Man, I tell you what. Now you said you want Doc Rivers to get out of that cloud. I'm hoping, praying, and wishing. If my Lakers don't make it to the championship, I'm hoping that Phoenix makes it and wins it all. Because you know, I need, I need my guy, Chris Paul, to get him a ring. I need, to, I need a Lakers to cement his legacy. Like we already know who he is. I feel like he's. Getting to the finals pretty much solidified it for me. But for the masses, I feel like he needs one before he gets up out of here. So we can go ahead and crown him as one of the best point guards of all time. Yeah. Hey, I, I, look, wouldn't it be cool to have, like, 
a Lakers 76ers finals and like AD get his pro out look like look like Kareem and then like look and I'm just sitting there saying Lakers Philly finals that would that would that would that would turn the clocks back that would make the NBA they'd be like what Lakers Philly that'd be crazy I'm just throwing it out there not more than Lakers Boston oh no I'm that, of course I'm you kidding me. But I'm still endorsing Philly over here. The last year. There's no way y'all coming back out of this. A rematch of last year? What the fuck? Where did that come from? <laughs> yeah. We want to see. We want to see this magician of this team. But no, nah, I'm just want y'all to come back and win this series. It's just the first time Steph has been down, though, too. I wonder how he's going to handle it. Steph about to come out and go for 40 next game. I wonder. He one of them guys that, that that type of shit don't really affect him. He going to do what he regardless. He he plays up to those moments. And I That's hate weird. to say it cuz I don't want to hear Sam gloating and shit, but yeah, I I I believe that to be true. Look here, if he if he if, if he stay and I'm saying he if he stay healthy and I'm talking about AD, he going to be the best player in the playoffs. I ain't disputing it. I'm hoping you're right. I'm telling you, if he brings that type of energy every game, man, motherfuckers in trouble. Because you can't guard it. And then when you try to guard it, passes are there. And we're doing smart things with those passes. We got knockdown shooters. We got defenders. I'm telling you, man, we we, we shouldn't have gotten in playoffs. We gotten in there and we got in there healthy. And I'm talking big shit. They didn't fucked around and let us sneak in. They in trouble now, huh, Sauce? Trouble. They in trouble. And you got laboring as teams that I'm seeing laboring a little bit. I'm not going to say them out loud. But they don't got a lot of chemistry and shit. Hey. Because the road road record is terrible. I'm just saying. (laughs) When John Morant gets the (laughs) ball (laughs) in Let's see what his confidence is. Y'all down three more going back to next year. <laughs> hey, look here, man. You over there keep looking like, oh, the Clippers go win this. Look, we don't want the Clippers to win. I do not want the Clippers to win, man. Yeah, I, don't Clippers, see, I do not man. want to see Russell Westbrook sitting there doing the, the rock the cradle and all that shit. I don't want to see that. Oh, he's punishing all of our guards. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's punishing all of our guards. Because I tell you what, Desmond Bain, we better address him driving to the basket. He is not that good for him to be getting to the rim the way he did against us game one. Game one, for sure. That was unbelievable. I agree. Shouldn't happen. Mm-mm-mm. Shouldn't happen at all. But, hey. We covered the whole first round. We got more games to go. We could do more episodes. Let's do some. Let's do some predictions before we get out of here. Yeah, all right. Let's do it. Go ahead. Um, and call them. Call out the series. Let's see. We got. Okay, we got the games going on right now. Flippers, Suns. I got the Suns. I got the Suns going to go ahead and win this game. They're going to end up winning it. And I'm gonna say it uh, three in in a four-two fashion. I think the Clippers okay, win another game. So boom. I like the Suns in six as well. Bergain, who you got? 
I'm going with the Clippers. Six games. Mm. Yep. I'm going with the Clippers in this series. Um, I, ain't got bench, man. All right. I mean, that is true. I mean, that's, that is, yeah, that's absolutely yeah, that's true. Crazy. I mean, this campaign just goes crazy. He needs to. They need him to. That's yeah. And like, not even like crazy, him. crazy. We just need him to have maybe like a 20 point game, eight point game, somewhere around there. Right. We don't really do Celtics and Hawks. We definitely everybody got in that. Yeah. We definitely yeah. don't need to. We don't need to touch either one of those. I got the Cavs in that. I'm going to take the Cavs. Yeah, I got, yeah, the, I got the, Cavs. the Cavs as well. Um, what well, interesting one would be uh, the Grizzlies in the line? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know y'all got y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, I mean, damn got, right. This is the interesting one. We want to know what you got. Yeah, damn right. This is why I, I got the Lakers for too. Okay. Okay. I think it's because of last year, man. I think it's a little bit of the steam from last year. If I think they didn't have that little beef with the Grizzlies, he probably would have said the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. That's, his, that's a problem now. Yeah, that little bit of, uh, that little bit of uh, what's say, strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. I don't think John Moran. You got it in him to be who he would need to be to be the LeBron James team, yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I like that. Who else uh, we got? We got. Uh, we we said Philly. I think Philly's. I think Philly's gonna win yeah. that series. I think we excuse that one. Do that one. Golden State, Sacramento. Oh, I got Sacramento on that. I've been said I got Sacramento on that. I've been said it. Now they're up 2 0. I'm calling it. No, I'm not calling it. I'm calling it. They're winning six. They're winning six. I ain't going to say no sweep. I ain't saying nothing stupid like it. Six. I got Golden State in six. I was about to say the same thing. I got this in six games. You better. Golden State going to win these next two. Then they're gonna win game five, and then the pressure is gonna be on Sacramento, and they're gonna fold when they go back to what are y'all? Y'all not the Oracle no more, huh? Nah, it's Chase Center. Chase Center, like that yeah. Chase Center. Back to the Chase Center, and they just gonna show that. Yeah, y'all, y'all good, but y'all not quite great yet. And yeah, I I, I like Golden State in six as well. So this, I mean, there's no hope for Jimmy Butler to go crazy and and, and just take it over and win it. If, if Giannis don't come back, like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we being real? Because if Giannis yeah, come I'm, back I'm and Giannis part. is they any took version, they took him to seven games now. If Giannis is any version of himself, if Giannis is ninety percent, if Giannis yeah, is eighty five percent or better. Milwaukee's winning that series. Like, come on now. Especially without Tyler Hero, like, they're in trouble. Yeah. Who, who, who's, who's, who's going to have to, like, here's a question right here. Who is the most important player? Like, you, you would say, like, the player that's, okay, let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Who's got the most pressure 
Anthony Davis. As now we've seen the first few games of these of these series. You know who's got the most pressure? Who's that got that biggest spotlight? Anthony Davis, and it's not even from a from a, a performance standpoint. It's from a health standpoint. The his the Lakers' success is so contingent on his health that it makes no sense. Like if he doesn't stay healthy, that it's it's over with. So. I would say the pressure is more on him to be healthy than it is for him to be successful as far as stats and whatnot. I do think that there's a little bit of pressure there, but more of it is just him being on the court. Because, I mean, when the last time we seen Anthony Davis play a full postseason, it was the bubble. And, yeah. I think, yeah. I think the pressure is on KD and Devin Booker. Make the move at the deadline, the blockbuster trade, the deadline. See, make, make some type of run to lose in the first round. That 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 would be a pretty big disappointment. I, I would agree. Play, I got to take Jokic. Oh, yeah, Jokic. Yeah. yeah. I would say, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to touch on sounds. I feel like. The reason why I wouldn't put as much pressure on Devin Booker and KD is because they haven't played that many games together since, like, being united. So I feel like that's going to be their scapegoat, which I don't necessarily believe that to be true. But I feel like that's the pass that people are going to give them. Um, But, yeah, as far as Jokic, that that's a great one. Jokic and Tatum, most definitely. Those are both really good ones. Yeah, I think Tatum for his, you know, final, like getting to the finals, he wore out, you know what I'm saying? So now you got to watch him to say, what you said, like with the health thing with Anthony Davis, somebody's like the health, but like, is he going to wear out? You know, now he's got an easy series with the Hawks, you know what I'm saying? Like, he don't have to do so much, but it's like you're watching him, but you're also watching Jokic to where now you got Mary, you got everybody, you so got now you got no man. excuses. Mm-hmm. No excuses. You're an MVP guy. You're supposed to win the MVP now this year. So now you got no excuses. I think to touch on Tatum a little bit, it's I feel like the pressure's on him because it's what we remember. Like we what we most remember about him is his under in the finals. Like what he does in the first round, second round, third round doesn't matter. Because right. he did that last year, like you said, like we saw it. We've seen we all of that. How you can handle that so we exactly. We're going to need to see: Are you really that guy? Like you've been first team All NBA, you've been crowned the face of the franchise. Like, are you really that guy that can get them over that hump? And like you said, with Jokic, ain't no more excuses, baby. Back to back MVPs. Without your guys, and we gave you a pass because those guys was injured. Now they're back. You're the number one seed. You're going to have home court advantage in all of your series. What, what, what do you want? Like this is best case scenario for you. Yeah, I mean that. That's you're the well, you're an MVP guy. I mean, you see, look at Barry, you look at Magic, you look at Jordan, you look at you look at Tim Duncan, you look at guys like that to be MVP. And then you look at those Steve Nash's, those outlier guys like Russell Westbrooks and guys that just didn't get to the rings. He's mm-hmm. gonna be one of those guys placed on that mantle that's one MVPs. You know, Allen Iverson made it to the finals. You know, 
but it's like you're gonna Charles be those Barkley guys made that, it to the finals. Right. So I mean like you gotta at least get there if you're gonna be this great of a guy, this great mm-hmm. of a player. You know, this and, guy that they're just saying you're just a unanimous MVP, you know, we're gonna just give him the Joker. I mean, like you, if you're gonna be that, you know what I'm saying? It's almost like common winning lyricists of the year. I mean, I always got, you know, I always kind of been like one of those things where it's like oh, like can Jay Z win it one time? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you know? so it's like don't turn the MVP award into that. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be for you know what I mean. So Jokic, you got to represent it in that way. Take your team to the damn finals. Yeah, but just gotta get it there. Like you said, yeah, Jamal Murray healthy, Michael Porter Jr. healthy. Like no excuses. no excuses at all. So I mean, like. Hell, I mean, you, you, I mean, it's, it's got to be, he's got to be the number one pressure guy. I mean, I, in my estimation, I mean, you look at Anthony Davis, you look at Harden, you look at him, be, but you look at Jokic, he's the one they fucking flew the, uh, the trophy out to his whole country. It was like, here, you got to put up a shut up. And he's the only one that ain't been there. He's the only one that ain't been there. Right. Everybody else that been to the dance, they might not have got a dance, but they went to the dance. He ain't even been yet. So he's supposed to. He's supposed to let Dame Lillard beat him, and then that's the one thing that can sit there and shout that he's done in the postseason. Y'all think Dame gonna leave? Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, it's time now. I I think it's time. I think it's it's time. I think that what that statement he made at the end of the year, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) ah, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gone. Because I think now at this point, he's felt like I have done every single thing. So I think, like, right now, like, they can't get mad at me for leaving. And the landscape like, of the league is balancing back out. I feel yeah. like that's going to help him make a decision. It's like it's not no super teams out there for real. Like, yeah, you could consider the Suns a super team or whatever, but it's not really, like, I feel like wherever he decides to go, it's not going to be, like, Oh shit! Unless he go to somebody like the Lakers, obviously, but Twitter. I don't really think it's too many destinations he can land to where it's like, woo, shit! They just like he could go somewhere like Miami, that would be a good fit for him. Um, I would say Chicago, but I don't think that that would be enough. I think he's gonna be in a similar situation. Um, but it's a lot of destinations out there that he could go. That's like, I think. Oh. Uh, I think um what about uh, Boston him for Jalen Brown. Woof. I think he wouldn't go there just because of Boston's success already. Um he really has if they don't win it this year. It's a possibility. They probably not gonna break that Jalen Brown. But nah. I would after a certain point it's like all right, it's not working. It's definitely working if they make it to another final. I mean, that would be the key nature of working. I mean, if you lose I think it's working. It don't work, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's working. Not that it's not working, but I mean, it's a silly. It's story. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This right. might be the That's cap. Fair. It might not go no higher than this. Right. I can see that. Yeah. For sure. I think uh, a sneaky destination could be uh, Minnesota. That'd be solid in Towns. And Anthony Edwards. They get to take a little bit of the perimeter pressure off Anthony Edwards. Um, 
cat could become cat again and for God's sake they gotta get rid of Gobert. Yeah, he got Golly. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That I don't even know what they were thinking to begin with. That team is just bad. That team's awful. Yeah. And they made it to the damn playoffs. Damn shit. And the Dallas Mavericks. God dog, we gotta get off here, man. But I just it's just crazy to me to it sit there and say like mind. this. The Minnesota Timberwolves are playing in the playoffs right now and the Dallas Mavericks are home and they could beat the Denver Nuggets if they if, if they did not trade away all their defense. Mm-hmm. And Kev Brunson. Mm-hmm. What did they do? What did they do? Brunson, you know, is a hell of a basketball player and he couldn't wait for this opportunity. And now, you know what I'm saying, now he's got a team that, you know, can't, you know, now can't score 100 points sometimes. You know, it, they always have that point to where they're so good but then if they don't score points, then they're like, oh, like tonight. You're not going to get – you know, they're not even going to get over 100. Like, I, that, I mean, like, but they got a player that's so good to where you put them on a team that can score 120, like a Dallas Mavericks-built offense, I mean, you get a better turnout. You're going to see a bunch of good highlights from Jalen Brunson on the Knicks. There's not going to be shit. But he could be on the offense like the Mavericks, and it was worth a damn. They need to find another offense and put it in the Knicks. Like, they need to tell kids get the fuck out and <laughs> implement an offense to where, seriously, you got to put something in there so that and them highlights, those little highlights you see of Brunson that he had this year and averaging 20 points could be worth a damn because it wasn't. Because you can see that this they're going to lose this series because they can go in loads of minutes where they can't score points. And it's not his fault. It's oh. bullshit, just dribbling, turnarounds and bread. Can't go right. Then you got then you got some guys sitting there just doing some miscellaneous shit. You know, Mitchell Robinson's out there pouting. You know, it's just so much, man. I think I got the destination for Damian Lillard. Oh. Toronto. <sighs> Man. Toronto. Scotty and them. Scotty. Gary Gary Trent Jr. Oh, Pascal oh. Siakam. Oh. I don't like it. I like it a lot. What about Orlando? Ooh. Ooh, him and Paolo. Listen. Him listen. and Paolo. Listen. listen. If they Ooh. could get that, listen. Listen, hear me out. Hear me out. If they can get Dane, say if they can get Dane, and say they can like work a little deal because they got assets. For like sure, they assets. They can work a deal and get a couple veterans that is contender veterans, contender veterans with Paolo, Dane, and I'm saying you keep, of course, Suggs because he's not one of those ones I would trade. Or, I would, folks. or folks. I would trade Cole Anthony. Uh, Wendell Carter would be one I would put on the block. <sighs> I'm mean, just oh, being no. serious now. I'm being serious. Is that my dookie in me? Listen. It's that or I don't know which one it is. I don't know. I don't know, man. I like him. 
he, he I like him, man. Listen, listen, he brings a lot to the table. He's versatile. He rebounds well. He defends well. He's got a nice touch away from the basket. If you get rid of him, you're gonna have to find a center that does a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, and that's listen. gonna be a task in today's. If 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 Dame goes to Orlando, they got to get some veterans. They got to get some. They got to get some guys that that's going to be. You know, I need. I think they need veteran wings though, like yeah. defenders, catch and shoot right. guys. Yeah, get 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 somebody, get somebody like a. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, at this point, I wouldn't try to. I mean, like, I'm trying to get. You you want to get some not say veterans saying like guys has been in the shits. I mean like if you yeah, say they you don't gotta be old. Oh, you get a time lord. You know what I'm saying? Like if they, if they can let them get a time lord, I would have that rather than a Wendell Carter that you're trying to build develop into a guy. That's asking a lot money. though. That's asking no, a lot I'm, to bring I'm, in a guy like that. True, I'm, I'm just saying like a player like him. I, I, I'm I'm trying to think of more players who've been saying like in that age to where it's like I can help this team out. I could be of I could be a help. I'm not going to sit there and say Javale McGee, but I can sit there and say, "Hey, man, you know, you 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 sit there and let uh, Aaron Gordon go. Would that say would that stop you and say would you would you would you take a Tobias Harris back? That wouldn't be bad. You know what I'm saying? Are you feeling it with Tobias? Hell yeah, that thing Tobias is on all that way. money, huh? <laughs> yeah, he's on his way out. He's definitely on his way. Out. They try There's to no figure way. out a way to get rid of that money. Yeah, for all for the whole trade block, they was trying the whole trade deadline. They was trying to get rid of the class. Mm-hmm. do it, but I, I I definitely think that you know he could he can would come back to Orlando. You you look at um players like Cal Anderson who can help out. Mm-hmm. Cal Anderson's been in some in some meaningful games. The, you can sit there and try to get a trade to where it's not working out. Trey Young is in the trading block. We have to say, if like, hey, why don't we get DeJounte Murray if the Atlanta Hawks want to blow up the team? You can get a DeJounte Murray. That would be filthy with somebody like Dame. That's what I'm saying. Dame and DeJounte. Filthy. I think Dame and DeJounte would be more crazy with Trey Young. Absolutely, because I was Where trying to tell Dame? people when he went down there with Trey Young, that shit don't make sense. Like, they want – I feel like their vision for Trey Young was to be- have him become more like Steph. It's not easy to be a guy like Steph. Yeah, he can shoot, but just because you can shoot don't mean you uh, have all of the other abilities that Steph has, being able to read screens, being able to run the entire fucking game without mm-hmm. getting tired. Like, the attention that you bring, like, it's just it's a different element that I feel like Steph brings that a lot of teams feel like they can mimic, but they can't. Like, bringing in a guy like DeJounte Murray – that the only logical explanation is that you thought that Trey Young could be somebody like that because for his entire career, we've seen Trey Young operate in the ball screens with him being the primary ball handler. So adding a guy like DeJounte, obviously you gotta take the ball out of his hands because DeJounte can't play off the ball. Like he can't fucking yeah. shoot. Right. <laughs> yeah, he, he's trying too. That's the funny thing. He's like, oh, he catches, he's like, oh. Letting it fly. I'm like, oh, shit. Right. To get the way the mid-range, his mid-range shot. He had post-up small guards. Like, that's what I'd seen him do. Now they got him sitting there trying to, like you said, trying to be Clay Thompson. It's like, what are we doing? 
Like, you, this, man. Like, you're trying to mimic, sense. you're trying to mimic something that should be mimicked. And, and you know, Trey, Young, Trey Young's now on the trading block, it seems like, and that, as they're getting swept, I think he's going to go somewhere. I, I, sw- I mean, like, I, I think it's the weirdest thing to me, but I think he might end up in Houston. Hmm. I think he end up in Houston. I feel like that's a huge possibility, especially if Houston doesn't get the number one overall. Yeah. If Houston gets anywhere between, I say probably three and five, they'll trade that. They can trade that pick for somebody like Trey because you're not gonna get nobody as skilled as him um, in this draft, at least not. Excuse me, immediately. And bringing in a guy like that, like that, that makes pretty much everybody around you better. Yeah. I don't mean that. Jalen's you know, green Jalen Green's game to a new level. Right. Jabari's game to a new level. Jabari's screen and roll would be crazy. Cause, cause especially with the rumors that James Harden is willing to come back to the Rockets. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And then you, you know you got that and then you got Harden, you got Trey Young and you got these young pieces. That might play more inspired basketball, go play defense and stuff like that. And then you're like, wow, look at this. Before you know? before we go any further, Matt, I know you're listening. <laughs> Don't get your hopes up, buddy. We're yeah, spitballing. No. <laughs> we're spitballing. We're yeah, we're definitely spitballing. Definitely spitballing. This, I take this... Trey Young with the Clippers. Ooh, that'll be crazy. I can see that. Now, I can see Dame there, too, honestly. Yeah. Dame, I just don't know if the Clippers got the assets to get the, get that stuff. No. But they could definitely get Trey. I think they could get Trey. But, I don't know. I think the, I think Atlanta going to want a lot for him. I think they're going to want a lot for Trey. Shit, I would give up Paul George. No. I would give up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. no, are you kidding me? Are you kidding you me? Can't do, that. You can't do that. You have okay, hold on. So, <laughs> so okay, listen, Who, who's younger here, Trey Man or, or Paul George? You think Trey Man can step in and do what Paul George does? Okay, do you think the choir leader is going anywhere? I don't, I don't know. You don't trade Kawhi or Paul George. That's what I'm saying. I don't think they oh, have the assets to trade for Trey Young. Because if you so, trade either one of them, you're moving backwards. It so how many? Okay. So how many? So them. how many? How many ones? How many ones do you think Atlanta will want? At least two. Yeah, at least two, uh, and depends probably on more. Yeah, it depends on what you put with it, baby. Three. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't. They don't. It's not much there that that people are drooling after. Like what they got is what they got. Like they gave up a lot of the stuff, and they got a lot of older guys on their team. Like the, your Eric Gore and your your Russes. Like that people don't really want what they have on their roster. That's why it was so hard for them to make moves this trade deadline. They had to get rid of the Luke Kennard and guys like that. Like they just don't have pieces. Luke Kennard might end up being big in that series. Yeah, man. Yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna shut him down. 
I mean, we 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 get we running off we're running them off the three point line. We let the guys that we think can shoot threes like Jaron Jackson, and, but with Bane, he can those short ass arms can get a three up. I tell you that. Hey, he fucking T Rex arms. Down. <laughs> and he made this my player. He ain't got the wingspan <laughs> at all. He ain't touch it. Like somebody thought the picture was Photoshop. I'm like, nope. Yeah, man, I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody in a league with arms so short that shoots as well as he does. Yeah, that's wild. Like, it's pretty wild. The shit really does look fake when you see it. Like, it's crazy. And then he can get that, he can be that flick of the wrist, man. He got that flick. I mean, yeah. like, him and Eric Gordon got the shortest arms. Now, Eric Gordon got long arms, man. I'm talking about. He's, he got the his jumper looks like his yeah it's his short, jumper yeah. looks like his arms are short. Yeah, his arms short as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, man, I just never made me think about that. Like, nah, his arms longer than that. But you know, I think I, I you know I'm just being you know just just being real here, man. You know, we did it. We needed we needed you know do more of this. And you know, this, this this was a nice one. You know, we're gonna call this one. We're gonna call this one a successful one. But we're gonna I say agree. this. We're gonna say this is the end. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna close the curtain. You know, pick and roll podcast sauce talk. You know, what I'm saying we're back in the game. Felt good to be back. For sure, did man. We definitely got to make this happen again soon. Yeah, yeah. We got the playoffs, man. We got the whole playoffs and talk shit. We got Tank Davis, Brad Garcia this weekend. Let's fucking go. I, I can't fucking wait. I can't fucking weeks. wait. Yeah, yeah, send me a picture of that. I'm telling you, man, look. You said watching what? I'm watching on a 90-inch. Ooh, where are you watching that at? I'm going to be at this little cabin. Oh, Listen. check you out. A 90, a 90, yeah. a 90 inch. We hit you up and we can talk to, to tell you about it tomorrow. Yeah, hit for sure. We definitely got to chop it about that. But sure. yeah, but yeah, listen. They, 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 they acting like the man's a fucking giant. They sitting there like, they talking all this shit and this and Tank this. Tank is 5'5". Five, five. I'm putting money on Garcia. I know the odds are gonna be solid. He's five five. He's coming in weighing 135. You might as well go ahead and send that bread to your godson, man. Tank Davis is going to knock his man out in the <laughs> Facts. Point. And if he does, I'm telling you, I know the odds are gonna be. He's bad. gonna knock him out. I've been, I've been watching all of their little uh behind the scenes and exclusives leading up to the fight. Tank, Tank, he in a different headspace, man. He's starting to become that guy. Like, we've seen a persona in a ring. We've seen his ability, his skill. But his mental is approaching a different plateau now. Like, he's definitely hitting a peak to where I feel like he's he's there now. Like, the way that he's approaching this fight and, um, like, how he was uh, he was on all the smoke and he was talking about how majority of the time he's working. If he's not working, he's sitting down taking a rest and he's watching Mayweather. He's watching film. Like he's dialed all the way in. And all of the Whoa. little shit that he's been saying about this fight, like I'm not taking him lightly. Like I'm coming in. I know what he has. I know he's a great fighter, but like he tank is he's fully focused. He's focused. So 
I'm expecting to see the best match that we've seen him, we've seen out of him thus far. And I think this is going to be the one that solidifies it. Like, yeah, nigga, like, don't play with me. Yeah, I can't wait. We, hey, look, matter of fact, we need to have another podcast to talk about this fight. Absolutely. We definitely need to do that. We need to do that this week. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, man, we're going we're gonna to call this one quits, man. We, we out. So, yes, so. Sir. yes, sir. Appreciate you. Mm-hmm.